Hey everyone, my name is Eric Escobar, and I'm the Tech Talker. Almost everyone has a mobile phone these days, if not a souped-up smartphone. Mobile devices have been getting smaller and slimmer lately. This miniaturization of technology is allowing for some pretty interesting new devices that have hit the market. One of the newest trends is towards smartwatches. Basically, picture your phone slimmer and smaller and in the form of a watch. This watch has the ability to connect to the world around you and give you the time of day too. Smartwatches are slowly beginning to hit the market and they are pretty slick. Today, I'm going to review the top three smartwatches currently available to give you an idea of the features you can expect. But first, this episode of Tech Talker is brought to you by the audiobook edition of Rogue Code by Mark Rushanovich. In this intense thriller, cybersecurity expert Jeff Aiken discovers that the New York Stock Exchange has been hacked and someone on the inside knows. More on the Rogue Code audiobook and why you should listen in just a moment. Okay, first up is the Samsung Gear. This watch was made specifically for Samsung devices, which is pretty limiting for anyone without a Samsung phone in the first place. However, it's a pretty cool device that has a 1.63 inch square touch display, a built-in microphone, and camera. Probably the coolest feature about this camera is that it can record in HD, 720p, and it can beam the video from the watch to your phone. It's also equipped with a microphone and speaker so you can make phone calls or send text messages. Another awesome feature is that it's water-resistant. Of course, you can't exactly take it swimming, but it will survive some moisture if you happen to have an accidental spill. Given the amount of hardware on this device, I thought it would be clunky and giant, but it's no bigger than most other watches. It can also send you notifications from your phone, play music, display pictures, and download apps. The display is 320 by 320 pixels, which is really good for a watch. However, this comes with the sacrifice of battery life, which only lasts about two days before needing it to be charged again. And the Samsung Gear will set you back around $250. Next up is Sony Smartwatch 2, and it's very similar in size to the Samsung with a 1.6 inch touch display. It also has a full set of apps, including Facebook, Twitter, weather, email calls, text messages, and phone call notifications. It's also water resistant and has a four day battery life. This watch will work with any Android operating system, version 4 and up. Two features that set this watch apart from the Samsung Gear is the GPS and accelerometer built into the device that many other apps can take advantage of. Plus, this watch is a little bit cheaper at $200. Okay, last but not least is the Pebble. This is probably one of the most well-known of the smartwatches on the market. It's compatible with iOS, Android, and is waterproof up to 50 meters. This watch lacks quite a few features found in the previous two options I mentioned. For example, it doesn't have a color screen, touch display, camera, or microphone. It does, however, come with a lot of customizations that can be found on third-party apps. The Pebble comes in two versions, plastic and steel. The plastic version will set you back $150, and the steel version will cost around $230. There's no difference other than aesthetics, but this watch looks closest to any other normal dumb watch. For now, these are the most popular smartwatches out there. They're all pretty good, but none of them is a runaway hit. There are rumors on the horizon of Google and Apple both coming out with their versions of smartwatches. So while these watches I mentioned in this episode are great, I would definitely wait to see if Apple and Google have anything to offer within the next year. This podcast is brought to you by the audiobook edition of The Rogue Code by Mark Rusinovich. 
When Jeff Aiken is called in to investigate about a possible breach in the New York Stock Exchange, he finds that the system has been hacked, and it seems that traders may have allowed it to happen. Instead of praising him for his discovery, the New York Stock Exchange turns to Aiken, accusing him of grand larceny. Now Jeff must find and expose the criminals behind the theft to protect the U.S. economy and prove his own innocence. The search takes Aiken to the back alleys of Rio de Janeiro, where he takes on one of the world's most ruthless cartels. Okay, now I really appreciate the way Mark has believable technology in his stories. Narrator Jeff Gurner brings the quick-paced action to life, and it's hard to press pause on the Road Code audiobook. Listen to an excerpt now. Go to macmillanaudio.com slash audio to hear a sample. Just go listen to the sample. It's awesome, and I promise you'll be hooked after that. With that, here are your three quick and dirty tips for picking out the smartwatch for you. One, try before you buy any of these watches, as they might be uncomfortable or too big for your tastes. Two, remember that all of these watches connect to your existing devices via Bluetooth. They are meant to display relevant information from the device they're connected to, not independently. 3. Before you buy, check out all of the features each watch has and choose the one that works best for your needs. For example, the Pebble has longer battery life but no color screen, whereas the Samsung Gallery Gear has a touch screen and camera but is larger and has less battery. 4. If you're not in a rush, I'd really wait to see what Apple and Google announce in the next year. Well, that's it for today. Be sure to check out all of my earlier episodes at quickanddirtytips.com slash techtalker. And if you have any further questions about this podcast or want to make a suggestion for a future episode, post them on the Tech Talker Facebook page. And until next time, I'm the Tech Talker. Keep your technology simple. <laughs>